Hi, welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden, and I'm so excited to have you here. This podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we will focus on a word of the day, and I interview some of the most inspirational people I know and share that inspiration with you. Join me. Let's learn together on What's the Word. This is the place where I All righty, welcome back to What's the Word? I am your host, Jamie McFadden, and today is a very special day because I get to interview one of my dear, lovely girlfriends who I just adore, who actually had me on her podcast recently. She is a ray of sunshine and light to this world, Miss Kelly Chase. She has her own podcast. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to go and subscribe. Hit that button right now at Chase Life with Kelly. Uh, You may know her from the show Love is Blind. She is a soon-to-be author that we're going to chat about today. She is also a spiritual business and mindset coach. So if you're looking for someone in that department, please be sure, go check her out right now. Give her a follow. Today, she chose the word consistency, which is one of my all-time favorite words. And by definition, it means conformity in the application of something typically, which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, or fairness. All right, that's quite a definition there. So Kelly, welcome to the show. And uh, how are you, my love? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I love seeing your face. I I know it's just so wonderful. Uh, So it hasn't been too long since we actually got to be in person seeing each other's faces. And that was a lot of fun in Denver. And now here we are on the podcast. We just did your podcast a couple of weeks ago. And tell me now you've chose the word consistent. Consistency is such a big thing. And what does it mean to you? Yeah. Um, keeping myself accountable and following through. Um, but the biggest thing is, I guess I want to say like building self-trust, um, because anytime that we are not consistent in like our actions, matching our words or words, matching our actions, it's actually doing something internally to us, um, which is, disobeying who we are as a as a person and going against what we said obviously we were going to do so mm-hmm. so that starts to over time the more that you are inconsistent matching and aligning your behaviors with your words you start to lose trust within yourself and so you get really disconnected from who you are from god source universe the really big picture so it's just, it's actually been a word of mine. As soon as you asked me, what, what is my word? That was like the first thing on it. And I was like, that is something that I am, you know, as much as I can say like, yeah, I'm an expert in consistency. I'm not, none of us are, you know, we, but we can learn and we can try to be better at it. And so that's where I'm at in my journey is being better at it. I challenged myself to, um, 30 days of yoga, like in home yoga, which is probably, I feel like almost harder because so many people have like a hard time to actually work out in their house to have the discipline and the motivation to like get it going. But I'm like, I have to like, before I go to bed. So if it's midnight and I haven't done it yet, I'm doing it. And I just like go on YouTube and I find a little, it's through, a, you know, whatever. I, I found this like really cool, like yoga app that I really like. So I've been using their workouts and I do like, which one is it? It's breathe and flow yoga. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love them. Um, It's a couple and yeah, their stuff is, can be very beginner and or extremely advanced. And I like the intermediate to advanced because I like pushing myself and seeing what my body is capable of Mm -hmm. that we are all very capable of the advanced and the challenging things. We just limit ourselves. So, right. (laughs) Right. 
Well, and now that you just brought up a word, you just said limiting ourselves. And I think, you know, consistency, a lot of the times, you know, many clients come to me and it's because they are inconsistent and they're having struggles with behavioral changes and patterns that they're used to doing because of, you know, their, their own comforts or their limiting beliefs of their own worthiness and things like that. So for those that are listening right now, you know, you and I have known each other for many years now, which is wonderful. And from the day we met, you and I just instantly clicked. We've always been supportive of one another on this journey. And I want to continue that support and champion all that you have done in, you know, all the work that you've been doing to be consistent. So, um, you know, what would you say to someone right now that is following along with your journey and, and is wanting to be more consistent? Like, how do you, how do you start that? Mm-hmm. Um, really getting a really a, a very big picture of like what your goals are what your um what that big vision looks like and then kind of like looking at it and assessing okay what are like five or six things that I can do like right now that is in alignment with that goal so that is where I would start however yeah maybe there's fears that pop up. Maybe you know that you need to go do a Facebook live, but showing your face on camera, that scares the poop out of you. You know, it's like, okay, well then now we need to address and bring awareness to those limiting beliefs and those fears and those doubts around ourselves. And maybe it's time to do a little bit, like basically we have to clean up the pipes in order for the flow to come in. And so it's like, okay, what are the fears, what are the limiting beliefs and the doubts that are holding me back from doing it? Like I know exactly what to do, but how do I get there? What do I need to do? I just need to bring awareness to it, acknowledge it. You know what? And those parts that we're probably stuffing down and we're shaming and we think are bad and wrong, they're just parts of us that are creating our personality. They're creating who we are. And it's literally just acknowledging. If you could take your time and separate yourself as like an adult and like the inner you as your like little child, your inner child, and kind of like look at it like that and be like, okay, little Kelly or little Jamie, you're feeling afraid right now. That's okay. You know, just mm-hmm. almost like as if you're you're being motherly with your inner girl, your inner child, and just recognize it just as you would a human child and be like, you're really scared right now. I get it. Let me comfort you. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that's like the most beautiful thing. And just be like, okay, cool. So you're just afraid or you're worried about this, or your fear, you know, you're fearing people are gonna judge you for X, Y, and Z. That's okay. I get it. I've been there too. Let's, let's do this together then. And then yeah. it gives you through it. It helps you. It's, it's all about awareness. So it's awareness of the goals, awareness of the limiting beliefs, awareness of the feelings and the thoughts and emotions behind it. And then we can just like, okay, now we have the awareness. Cool. Next step. Let's move right. through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nope. And, and I mean, you know, I'm a big believer in that. That's the A in my wave system that yeah. I teach is the awareness, right? Because oftentimes I do find so many of us are walking around through life, kind of meandering, aimlessly wandering around, not really sure what the heck we're doing, but riding, you know, this wheel. And, you know, let's, let's tap into for just a moment here. Um, you know, you went from the time I met you and then you have been consistent from what I've seen with Honestly, your transformation in your life from what I've known you, you've actually been consistent um, to who you are. I've seen your vulnerability come out more and more, which I really appreciate as a friend of yours. And that certainly couldn't be an easy thing now that all of a sudden going from being someone who wasn't necessarily in the limelight to being in the limelight. Now you have all these people looking at you and, you know, what, what is that kind of journey like with being consistent? Cause you consistently, okay, for example, we're all on social media, you know, 
and and in order to maintain business or relationships and connection on social media, there has to be an element of consistency, right? You now have gotten to a place and I've seen just even in your last few recent posts, you've been a lot more vulnerable and opened up about, hey, you know, this is what you see, but it may not be really, you know, who I actually am fully. And now it's time to, to be real. And I know that, that I'm excited about your book because I'm sure you're going to put a lot of that into it. And that, <laughs> that vulnerability is our power. So yeah. You know, I'd love to hear kind of a little bit about what is that like for you on a daily basis? Or like, do you ever struggle with the consistency of like, okay, well, this was my life a couple of years ago. This is my life now. Like, what is that like? Yeah. Yeah. So I struggled actually really badly with that. Um, I used to be, and as you just mentioned, like my most recent post, I've been a little bit more vulnerable and like, writing my little mini blogs again. Um, that's what I used to do. I used to write mini blogs all the time and they were just storytelling and connecting or, or offering educational tips or something. Right. And then once the show aired, it was like, I was given this new identity. Like not that someone came to me and was like, you are now this. It was just like, I assumed position. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and so I felt like I had to be or show up differently in order to continue, you know, having engagement. And I got really, I got really um, in my head about engagement and my following and all of that. And as we all do, um, but I was comparing myself to other castmates, other reality TV people, other celebrities that are like actual celebrities, like, <laughs> like what am I doing? Um, but it was very challenging. And I will say to your point, yes, I have continued to remain who I am and be vulnerable and share when I'm struggling, maybe not exactly at the time. And I wish, honestly, like one of the most recent posts, when I did share this information with the world that I've been struggling with my mental health and everything, and just my identity, um, I wish that I had shared it sooner because I felt like I received a good response. And I felt like some of the comments were you know, one of the, one of the people who commented, she was a therapist for reality TV people. I was like, yeah, I probably could have used you about a year and a half. <laughs> you know, so I mean, granted, should I probably have sought help? Yeah, I probably should have, but you know, I've been, I have been investing in coaches and I feel like in that and therapy, but in a different way, I guess, and not focused on the reality repercussions, I guess. Um, so yes, there have been ways that I've been sh showing up still consistently, I, um, you know, I feel like I'm probably one of the more uh, seen people on social media from my cast, meaning I am on there a lot. I'm showing face, I'm talking to my stories, like I'm doing a lot on social media all the time. Um, that may come from the whole coaching world, you know, like I'm constantly consistent being showing up in my business and that kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it was just like programmed in me already for that way but I just love connecting with people. I mean, one of my, like, I mean, I love like in-person connection with people too. So, I mean, if I can't give that, I can't deliver that right now, then that's the best that we have. And obviously the first year and a half after the show aired, we were all stuck in our houses. So kind of like I had to go to that to connect with people. Um, but yeah, I felt like there was some inconsistency as far as like really showing up as my fullest self. Like I have been like, I don't know, like in this place of, um, 
almost like this explosion of like knowledge that is just like wanting to burst through me. I'm like, I can help people with this and help people with this and help people with this. And I'm like dimming my own light because I'm getting caught up in the freaking engagement and who I'm supposed to be and what I think my fans want from me. Like, no, what do I like talking about? What do I like sharing with people? Like, I know that I have so much to give and offer and like, like I said, share my light versus dim it. And so that's where I was inconsistent over the last two years is because I don't feel like I was really giving all of me. And then I would see other people posting things. And I'm like, I know that information too. Why am I not posting that too? Like, right. <laughs> you know, so that is where I was inconsistent. And now, you know, like I said, before you asked me, you were like, what is your title? And I was like, I am embodying the spiritual business and mindset coach, because that is what I have been wanting to be consistent with for the last few years. I mean, this mindset work is so powerful. I love business strategy. I can, I mean, I've helped a handful of clients, you know, launch their online businesses, launch their coaching businesses, and really like even girls in the DMs, you know, I have had multiple conversations with girls that are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing this, but I also have a side business or I'm doing this, but I don't really love my job, but I just like, don't know what I want to do. And so I like can coach them through like in the dams I'm like well, what are you passionate about if someone like if money didn't matter right now and you could do anything that you wanted to do what would you do and it kind of just opens them up so it's like I'm like I I almost want to say like I'm this like human potential like coach yeah I want people to like really step into their fullest human potential so maybe it's not launching a business but I think even when you are in the career space like meaning the corporate space you get to a point where you're like, Hmm, okay. I've like reached a glass ceiling in my salary here. What mm -hmm. can I do next? Or maybe there's like, Hmm, maybe you have this inkling, like, yeah, I'm a boss in this, but I would really like to also be doing this. And so I feel like people just, when you get into this, um, just elevated state, you start expanding who you are as a person. And that's when like multiple streams of income come in. And maybe that's, you know, investing in stocks or real estate or whatever. And that's your other business, you know, but I want to elevate people. And I know that I've been holding back from doing that. So that is where I've been inconsistent. I've been consistently inconsistent with that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That oxymoron, I think is, is rings true for many of us that are listening right now, because oftentimes, and you said it and you nailed it on the head. A lot of the times we know what we want to be doing or what we need to be doing. And whether it's the workout or, you know, the nutrition or the relationship stuff or the, whatever it may be, it's, it's sometimes a lot easier said than actually done and being consistent with it. But you gave some really nice examples of, you know, just picking a few things to start kind of working on for anyone that's listening right now, that's going, okay, I really want to make some shifts and now I'd love to hear from you because you just brought this up and what you were saying. And I want to tap into this a little bit more that, you know, like I said, I've known you for years now. Um, you are the same Kelly that I remember before you were a reality star. So it's not like all of a sudden, you know, this in, in, I think in internal ways, sure. You've mentioned like some of this stuff got to you, to your head in ways where you were more concerned about the shoulds and the, how it's portrayed and all those kind of things. But like I said, you are one of the very few uh, reality stars I've ever encountered who you've remained true to who you are. And you have also been someone that I think you really went into it, uh, with the intention of, of truly wanting to find love and really wanting to be, you know, in that space, which you and I have talked about many times, right? Like 
you know, I, I see for both of us in the near future, us having awesome partners in our world. And, and, and I know that, that we're consistently working on, on ourselves so that we can show up better. And I, I can say this honestly, because we've had this conversation so many times. Now you just brought up something where you said, you know, I want to start let less dimming of your light, more shining of your light. And I want to know what that looks like. What do you, what are you going to be doing now? And that, like, I mean, I want you, I want to champion you stepping into that role because that is who you are. So share with us, what does that look like for Kelly? Yeah. Well, like I said, like before the show, I was like writing these mini vlogs and like storytelling and connecting and or sharing, you know, tips and advice and like tools that people could utilize. And, um, and yes, I was health coaching prior to going onto the show. So those tools may look a little bit different. However, our career health is very important. So, um, but anyway, so I want to start getting back to those, the way that I am, who I am. <laughs> I like talking, I like connecting with people. So that is one of the things, obviously I have the podcast. I took seven months off from doing it because of the mental chaos that was going on in my head. And I have just gotten so much more realigned by just doing it again. You know, it's, I was like, you know what, it's going to evolve the way that it's meant to. And it's funny because I kind of almost had this like shift in, um, maybe my intention behind relaunching. And then as I've had guests and talked about things, I'm like, nope, I'm right back to where I was last year in the sense of like the real intention of behind my podcast and like what I'm going into. So the action created the clarity there. Um, But just continue with the podcast. I really want to start doing even like more um, speaking engagements, like in-person events, as well as like Um, do stuff on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel for my podcast so people can watch it, but I want to do like a separate like channel for teaching people like about business and about money mindset. I love money mindset stuff. I mean, like connecting that with their self-worth and everything and just really elevating and showing people like, wow, Kelly actually knows what she's talking about. You know, (laughs) like I've been, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars in mentorship over the last four and a half years. And it's like, sometimes I'm like, where is my return on that? You know, besides like my mindset is totally different now than it was. Um, and how I'm easily able to make decisions and quickly forgive people for wrongdoings and just boundaries and all this stuff. Like I am so confident about those types of things. Yet, like I said, I just have been dimming my light and my financial uh, result is, uh, you know, (laughs) it reflects that. So um, I'm not where I would like to be um, in my career, in my business. So I know that doing these things, um, well, also, I don't want to spread myself too thin. You know, that is a very big boundary of mine. So I have to do what is going to light me up the most. Um, And like I said, I think that those handful of things that I just listed are probably mm-hmm. the one that will light me up the most. Um, I will be, you know, I am in the middle of writing a book too. And once that launches, I'm sure that, you know, there'll be opportunities that come from that as well. Um, but, you know, right now I may have to um, not spread myself thin, but maybe not narrow it down as much as I would like to um, mm-hmm. just so that I can get some gumption going and flow going with my business. And then kind of, you know, only, but I'm only going to be like offering like one or two things. It's not like, okay, right. here's 20 different ways that you can work with me. Like, because I'm only one human and we literally only have 24 hours in a day. And <laughs> some of that time is spent for me. Like I'm very big in my boundaries of my self-care and my self-love. I mean, I am like, no, like I'm usually that person that does not look at her phone until 10 AM. Like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. 
I'm big in my, in my self-care routine in the morning. So there's that consistency coming back in I, and I have to tap into something. Cause I, I had a couple questions that came in and it was funny because they were kind of revolved around the same thing. And I think it goes really well with what you're talking about right now. And you brought up that you did experience, you know, right now, one in three people are either on an SSRI medication, which is either antidepressant, anti-anxiety or sleep medication, something of that sort. Um, you know, most people are dealing with some sort of a mental illness to some degree now, whether it's full-blown, you know, they can't function or if they're functioning and just having bouts of anxiety and things like that. Um, I, as many know, have struggled my own uh, depression, anxiety for years as a child. And then after my dad died when I was 18, but I always, you know, and this came up a couple of times and I wanted to ask you about this. Like, I'm, I'm certain that because comparison being the thief of joy, right? And and we all look at, at someone else and, and look at, wow, like the grass must be greener on that side, right? And then and this, and then you go into um, any kind of uh, on-camera celebrityism, the reality stuff that, you know, your name's here, your picture's there, all this stuff. So then that must heighten that. So I'm, I'm curious, and I know that uh, some of my audience had reached out and said, you know, what kind of mental health struggles have you had and how have you found kind of simple tools that maybe you could share with somebody that that might be struggling as well um if you don't mind sharing that would be great yeah yeah no absolutely um so i i would say anxiety and depression definitely i have and to what spectrum i don't know i was never like clinically diagnosed with these i just know i had them <laughs> and it's still it <laughs> i mean i don't think it's something that like magically goes away. Um, you know, I would say back in 2019, um, I was in like 30 ish thousand dollars worth of debt and not making, not making money. So it wasn't like I had debt and money coming in. I like didn't have money coming in and I was in debt. Um, cause I, my, it was right after the, we filmed the show. Let's put it that way. Shit hit the fan in my mental health. So <laughs> I, um, I was talking to a friend uh, one day, we were going for a walk and I was like, I don't know, like it just came out of my mouth. And I was like, I think I'm like, I'm like financially depressed. I said it like that. Cause I was like, I feel good in every other area of my life. I was just like, I'm financially depressed. And I stopped in my tracks and I was like, I have never admitted that I'm depressed. I've never said that out loud. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would say since 2019, that has, um, you know, been a roller coaster for me. I have experienced the depression. Um, granted, I mean, for that, I come right back to my self-care routine every day. Like, I mean, I read the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod in 2018, and he lists out this Miracle Morning, this routine. And I have done this pretty consistently since 2018. So for four years, and a, you know, it's, it's about writing out gratitude, it's journaling, it's reading personal development books that are going to help shift your, your mind and your perspective. Um, dancing, going for walks in nature. I love going outside and going for walks and connecting. I feel like my, my greatest way to connect with God's source is literally being next to flowers and trees and water and all the things. Right. So, um, that also just shifts that energy for me, um, to meditating and visualizing, um, things that I'm really wanting, you know, and not getting myself down about it. Like just being like, wow, but I'm also very grateful for where I am at. And I'm recognizing that these, um, these thoughts that I'm having, what can I learn from it? Again, it's going back to that, like acknowledging, like bringing awareness to why am I feeling this way? Okay. It's because I have $0 in my bank account, like whatever, you know, or a boy, or a boy isn't liking me right now. Like 
whatever the case may be, or the influx of, you know, the mental challenges that I was going through after the show, like I said, that whole like inconsistency with the identity, um, you know, so those would be a few of those things. Well, also those are the things that I resort to for my anxiety as well. Um, also in addition, maybe adding some breath work in there. I always come back to breath. You have to think when you were born, what's the first thing you did? You thought you did, you, you breathed. They wait for you to cry, like, right? Like they wait for you to breathe and cry. So it's like, I come back to that. Um, and I'm just like, okay, but I allow, I had two panic attacks in March of, or February of 2021. I'd never experienced. That. What was that like? Um, I woke up, it was Valentine weekend, Valentine's day weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I woke up at like 6 a.m. And my heart felt like it was beating out of my chest. Thoughts were racing at a speed I had never felt before. Um, and I just felt like if you're familiar with the Sunday scaries, that's what it was <laughs> times a hundred. Like, I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? I couldn't get a handle of it. I was trying to stop it. Like, because obviously I had never experienced it before. Um, the whole day I was in a very heightened state of just on edge. Like the entire day I went to a friend's house and I'm surprised I even drove there because I felt like really shaky the whole entire time driving there. She was, she's very big into like Ayurvedic and everything. So she got me some tea and was like calming me down and everything. And, um, but that night I hadn't had plans for Valentine's day. And I was like, there's no way, like I was home by 4:35, laid on my couch and just like watching TV and like hung out. Um, thought I was like calming down and everything, but literally it was like all day. Um, and then the next morning, 6am again, it was like heart racing thoughts pumping again. I texted my parents and I was like, something's not okay with me. I need you to come get me. Like I can't drive. I'm immobile. I'm paralyzed right now. I don't know what to do, but this is not okay. And I was, I had like this little like breathing tool, this little like whistle thing. And I was like breathing into that and like inhaling and exhaling and doing all this stuff. And Later on that week, I mean, I spent a week at my parents' house. Um, I mean, once my, my dad was like, okay, I'm going to drive you back because you've got to go back to work. I was working a corporate job. That's what was the big thing. I was working a corporate job in addition to podcasting, coaching, social influencing, showing up on my social media, trying to be social, have a family, like all the things. Like that's why I had the anxiety attack because I just was spread so thin. And I remember like, within the first few months after the show aired in 2020, I remember like there were some weekends, like it was like, I was getting up, going to work, whatever. And then, but I was Monday and Tuesday were okay. But by Wednesday I was like exhausted beyond exhausted. And I just kept trucking and trucking and trucking throughout the rest of the week. And then on Saturday, I mean, I would go to bed at like nine o'clock. I would wake up at like 11 PM, 12 PM the next day and feel like I hadn't slept at all. Wow. And it just was like this continuous cycle. And I kept telling, like, of course, yes, I'm in my thirties. I can make my own decisions, but like, whatever, we're dependent on our parents sometimes. And I just was not financially, my business wasn't financially where it needed to be. The career that the corporate job that I was uh, working at, um, was just enough money to pay my bills. So mm -hmm. I wasn't making like more than enough. Right. right. And, so, but I kept saying, I was like, I have to quit this job. And my mom was like, why don't you just put a back burner on everything else that you're doing? and just focus on the career, on the corporate thing right now. And I was like, I literally can't, like it, that would be like suppressing my passion. Like mm -hmm. I can't. Um, 
so yeah, so it just built up and built up. So a whole year went by, I had the anxiety attacks and like three weeks later, because that anxiety just like came back so strong. Once I went back to work, I, I, I left, <laughs> I was like, I, have, I can't do it. And you know, God has supported me since, I mean, really, um, it's been interesting, but yeah, I mean, really all of these tools of self-care have been so helpful. And really, I think the biggest thing though, is bringing awareness to it. Like when you're feeling anxious or depressed, get out a journal and start writing what you're thinking about. I mean, because one, that's just going to like, yeah, it's just going to help you to like get the thoughts out of your mind because it's in your mind, what's creating the, the chaos. So get them out, like literally just brained up. It doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to sound pretty. It can be horrific, vulgar language, whatever's going on. Just get it out on paper because I swear it's going to help you. And then you can see your thoughts and be like, oh, wow, like I'm doing the most or, you know, I'm so worried about what's the what ifs of maybe this mm -hmm. something that hasn't even happened. And that's, that's the anxiety. It's like, well, what if this happens? Or, and it's because we just don't understand. So having a really good understanding of how the mind works, which is what I do, like help people to understand their subconscious and conscious mind. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just totally joked. Yeah, I know. I have a sip of my smoothie and I'm like, whoa, where's my water? Um, no, yeah. I, so I have to pause really quick just to ask you this. And then of course I'm choking. But, um, you just talked about, you know, journaling I'm I've journaled since I was seven. And that's like the number one thing I have my clients do, <coughs> excuse me. But when you brought up anxiety and self-care, you know, I think for a lot of people, and I, I get this all the time, I get DMS from people that are like, I'm so depressed. I have OCD. Like I, I want to do the things you're telling me to do, but I can't even get out of bed. I can't even get myself to function. Like, you know, my so-and-so just died, or I just found out I have terminal illness or, you know, something genuinely that like is keeping them from like, you know, obviously you and I, I feel like we're very fortunate, right? We're, we're, we're very fortunate to be healthy, to uh, have family members and people in the community that uh, can be supportive of, of us in certain ways when we need it. And so I know you and I are both lights in the world that want to help as many people as possible and support as many people on this self-care journey. So um, is there anything that you would say? Cause I know it's like so many people look up to you and, and you, like I said, you've, you've remained the same Kelly I met when I first met you. And not only are you absolutely stunning and gorgeous in all senses of that word, um, you really, you really champion other people and you really put yourself in these situations where you are vulnerable and, and you always have been like with your mini blogs. Like I remember vividly years ago, you'd post a lot of stuff, like before people would post a bunch of stories and it was before you did the show, but you were sharing, you know, recipes and this and that. So, you know, what would you say to someone right now that's listening? Cause I do have an audience where a lot of the times people are struggling deeper than we really like, it's, you know, it's like what we're saying, I think is more, we're touching on the surface, but if we were to go a layer deeper, right? Like, the, the deepest, deepest struggles that one could be going through right now. Um, do you have any insight based on your own experience or experiences you've had with clients of like how to face kind of those demons when they're like, when, you know, it's like, I love that you said, get it out on paper. Like that's such a simple one, getting outside, getting fresh air, um, asking for help, you know, self-care in every which way. Is there anything else that comes to mind that maybe like, I don't know if we were just take it a level deeper if anything comes to mind, I know that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, no, that is a tough one. I mean, my, what 
I want to use the term like in my scope of practice here, what I would suggest when someone is telling me, hey, I physically can't do what you're telling me to do. I will always suggest that they seek therapy or, Mm -hmm. you know, that they need to invest, whether it's money, time or energy into a specialist who is actually more qualified in that area to talk to them and work. Right. Right. Um, You know, because you know, I, I am an extremely holistic person. Uh, I mean, no one in my family takes a medication unless we, our arms are falling off really. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I have been able to, I'm, I'm very grateful for the way that I was raised and very like nutritionally sound and just, um, you know, my mom, uh, educated us a lot on nutrition and, and holistic living and all of that. However, I am not opposed to someone taking a low dose of something if they, if that is what is required in the combination with the self-care tools that we just laid out. Absolutely. No, I think that like, it's just a reminder and I want for anyone that's listening to know, it's like, you know, I've experienced depression and anxiety. You've experienced it in your own world. We, we have had different life experiences and journeys up until this point. Um, But I also, I always want to remind everyone that, you know, look at you and I, we got connected by chance based on a job that we had, and we've remained really close friends ever since then. Whether or not we actually get to see each other as much as we'd like, we still make that time and that effort, right, to be there and be supportive however we can. And I want to remind anyone that's listening that the number one tip I always want to remind anyone is that even when you feel super alone, like I don't know if you've ever felt really alone, like in your depression or anxiety or or stuff with the show, or you didn't want to say something because it's like, okay, well, I have this this look now, I can't like you know, be the girl that's like, oh, well, maybe I do have depression and anxiety, even though I have this smile on my face and, you know, all this. But I think it's important for everyone to remember that none of us are alone. And even in those times when we feel like we're alone, there are, first of all, there are people like Kelly and I that will continue to, you know, add whatever value we can and and give, you know, these tips and these, and these bits of information and mini blogs and, and, and continue to bring the ray of sunshine, let's say. Um, and then we have courses and you have your podcast and I have my podcast and you're writing your book and I have my book and, you know, and so there's people, a lot of people like you and I, that we want to continue to spread that. And then at the same time, yeah, there are some people that it's like, okay, that's out of my scope or where you're at is in more of a crisis mode, but I can direct you in this way. And I I just want to just make sure that anyone listening right now knows that, you know, I, I know I felt really alone at some points in my life, whether it's as a single mom or when I had depression and anxiety, Kelly's saying it right now. So to anyone listening, just know you're not alone and life is full of waves. We're going to get crashed on, you know, left and right. We never know what's going to happen, even if we think we can predict it or try to control it. And as we wrap this up right now, Kelly, I'd love to hear from you about, you know, what, what are you writing about in your book? Like, what can we look forward to? Cause I cannot wait to dive into your book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before I answer that, I want to find this about the anxiety part. Um, one thing that I learned after those episodes that I had, just because you brought up the word wave, of course, um, is to what I, I feel like when you are go experiencing like an anxiety attack, um, what I, others, after I had told people about it, they were like, okay, when that happens, basically ride the wave of the anxiety. Don't try to stop it and don't try to force it because that resistance actually like makes the thoughts and the feelings like more pronounced. So that's when it's like, just acknowledge it. Don't yeah. stop it. 
So ride the wave. Um, just wanted to let y'all know that. Because it's, that. Been very, it's been very, very helpful for me to be like, okay, I'm acknowledging journal mm-hmm. now. Ride, like ride with it. Don't try mm-hmm. to go against it, right? Because you're going to fall off your surfboard if you do. hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah. So yeah. So my book is about, um, it's pretty much like, it's interesting because I've, how I'm writing it right now, I have everything like in Google Docs, but like chopped up into chapters, not, well, not chapters yet, categories, I guess, but like ones yeah. on relationships, ones on uh, self-care and healing, ones on career and business, um, health in general, um, and then money mindset, like finance stuff too. So kind of like a 360 degrees of wellness, all mm-hmm. of our little health. Um, and just an autobiography more or less though, in those areas, like the challenges that I have faced in relationships from romantic to social, to family relationships, what I have been able to, um, overcome or triumph or work through or shift my perspective around in all of those ways, um, the boundaries that I've created to honor myself, you know? Um, and then of course, like my health journey, I had gained 30 pounds back in 2015 and, how I really worked through that and like the modalities that I used, um, the, the suffering that I went through for a freaking year, like of trying everything under the sun, I felt like, and nothing was working to help me lose the weight and figure out my body. Um, so obviously, like I said, I was $30,000 in debt. So we're going to go in that and we're going to talk about <laughs> that. And so there's just, I feel like I've been through a lot and yes, nothing too catastrophic um, per se there. I did experience a, like, I want to say like a physical, emotional and, um, sexual yeah like sexual assault um years ago and I know that that affected a lot of well everything of who I am today um but mostly like because I only went to one therapy session right after that situation happened um and I went straight into the doing of life like getting really caught up in like just which I, I really didn't I didn't know that that's what I was doing meaning distracting and avoiding myself from actually healing from that experience um but since the last four years of tuning in and, and healing those wounds around that and really bringing awareness to it and crying it out and grieving and doing all the things that I had never done, um, you know, I realized, wow, I was losing myself in relationships, recklessly dating, binge drinking my face off, you know, to working multiple jobs, never, ever being connected to myself. And so like, that's just like a huge part of like my journey is like, self like spiritually connecting the self like love worthiness everything because you are your most valuable asset and we have to take care of us so i just love you i just wish i could give you a big old squeeze right now and i truly just hearing that i cannot wait to dive into your book and you know it's it's so cool how our life keeps bringing us you know weaving together through even like the, the people that I've known that now, like, you know, and vice versa, like how our connections are, are, yeah. our collaborations and things. So I'm going to put this out there because you know, me with my manifestations, I get really wild on this. So I'm going to put this out there that, uh, by the end of the year, I want to have planned that you and I are doing some sort of a speaking gig together here in California. There's a couple that I'm working on right now. So, uh, for everybody listening, stay tuned to that because I'm going to hopefully get Kelly as one of our guest speakers and um, just anything I can do for those that are listening, go go give Kelly not only a follow, but go subscribe to her podcast, Chase Life with Kelly. Uh, she has so many incredible things to offer. 
And, you know, we touch on the surface here today, but there's so many things and she's really getting vulnerable right now. And I think that's like, get, get in on this while you can, because it's really special. And the people that you follow, you know, for example, Kelly has a lot of followers, but the people that you're following on a daily basis, when you're scrolling, that is going to affect you. And I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, Kelly is someone, I don't follow too many uh, reality stars. And, and the reason being is because I, I actually like to follow people that I continuously see depth and there's nothing against, I don't mean this against anyone. I just mean, if, if I'm scrolling, um, I don't necessarily, it doesn't, I don't really care about a certain outfit or something. Now, nothing, like I said, nothing wrong with that. If that's what you like, great. What I like though, is I like where my value, where I'd want to see in somebody is being vulnerable is sharing recipes is things that I can take in my life. And that make me feel good. That make me feel good. Like, Oh, wow. If this person did it, so can I kind of thing. So to those listening right now, Kelly does a great job at that. And, you know, just, I just want to thank you, girl. I love, 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 love following your journey. Love being a part of this journey with you and, and uh, enjoying this experience. So Thanks. be sure to look out for her book coming out soon. Right. Do you have a date yet? Well, <laughs> I know I, how that goes. I pushed it to January 11th, um, like one, 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 you know, Love um, it. so I pushed it to that so I could give myself some ample time. Cause I think because I've been like coming out of this whole like mental chaos thing, I was like, I don't want to put a deadline on myself. That's too soon that I'm like, not, you know, but maybe that, maybe I'll make, maybe I'll crank it out. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Maybe. Here we go. Oh, one, 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 one. 23. Wow. Yeah. 23. Um, all right. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sending you all my love and I uh, can't wait to hopefully see you again in real life soon. And thank you all so much for joining. What's the word? Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so we can keep making more fun episodes. You know, I love you. Take good care of yourself. And as always be kind. Thank you for joining me here at What's the Word. Follow us on social media with the links on the screen. And don't forget to like and share with your friend. Your support helps us grow and continue to make inspirational content. See you next time on What's the Word.